Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the professional black woman. You can always visit us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color, and our purpose is twofold. We love to inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, we want to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Blog Talk Worldwide Network, and I want to say a very, very, very special Happy New Year to you. Are you ready? Do you know it is time? Are you ready to get it started today? I mean, what a great way to start your week off. You know, this is the first Monday of 2011, in case you didn't know it, January 3rd, and I hope you are as excited about your future as I am, because trust me, it is very bright. You know, we are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so spread the word. I tell you, what a great way, as we mentioned earlier, to start 2011 off. I mean, I can't think of a better way than doing it today that we are. Believe it. You know, I'm so excited about our guest. I have followed her for several years and, and never would have imagined that here today, January 3rd, 2011, that I have the opportunity to interview her. She is the right one for the show today because literally, you guys, she is a success magnet. None other than megapreneur, Olympian, WNBA champion, and an author of 20 books, Miss Fran Harris. So if you want someone else, you know, I know this slogan that says if you want what someone else has, you got to do what they've done to get it. So we want you right now to know that she's going to be sharing some phenomenal tips on success, information on how you can truly have the best year ever. So I need for you right now the sound of my voice, get your pens, get your papers, get your tablets, get it ready, go and text, email, tweet, Facebook them, let everybody know to call into the show today, 347-838-9278, or you can tune in live at www.wealthysisters, that's S-I-S-T-A-S dot com, wealthysisters dot com, and you can always um, follow us there, uh, find us on Facebook, on the Deborah Hardnett Twitter, just so that you can stay in contact, but we want you to let people know to tune in to this show today. Just share a little bit more about the phenomenal Miss Harris. She has a simple mantra that says, "If you want to have an amazing life or career, there's no room for excuses." Her witty, inspirational, and unconventional insights about life and business have made her one of the most sought-after corporate speakers and coaches in America. The author, as I said earlier, of 20 books, she recently hosted Home Rules, a life and home renovation show on HG. TV. Fran draws upon her electrifying career as an elite athlete, organizational consultant, TV personality, and megapreneur to help individuals and companies create soaring success. A former Procter & Gamble sales executive and team-building expert, she knows what it takes to break through old paradigms and habits to become your best because she's done it in her own life and helped millions to do the same. Uh, You can find her and have seen her on plenty, plenty media outlets like uh, Today Show, CNBC, CNN, Fox Business, TLC, Comedy Central, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno's Oprah 
Radio, and just to name a few. So we are not going to keep her from you much longer. So after we come back from this short break, we are going to bring to the lines none other than superstar herself, Miss Fran Harris. Stay tuned. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available. So that's how my entrepreneurial journey got started. 
Wow, that that is incredible, fifteen hundred. What do you remember doing with that money? <laughs> well, I had to buy a choir robe. That was kind of the impetus for me doing it. I I had asked my mother for I can remember it was maybe seventy eighty bucks a choir robe or whatever. And you know when you're a kid, you want to do soccer one week, you got ballet the next week. And my mother had just pretty much had it with all the things I wanted to do. Because well, you know you want to do this, then figure out a way to get the money. And I was uh-huh. like, man. You, I got a mean mother. What kind of mother won't give you money for Jesus? I mean, really. <laughs> but little did I know that she was really nurturing a seed that would really carry me over into my adult life. So I'm, I'm grateful for it. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. So you were able to probably buy a lot of choir robes and everything else with the $1,500. Exactly, yeah. Oh, that's great. So tell us a little bit more how you transitioned. Obviously, um, you you were an athlete. Did you start mm-hmm. uh, in high school or, or, or right. elementary school? How did that Yeah, I didn't start from? playing basketball. I didn't start playing basketball until I was a sophomore in high school, and not because I wasn't interested. My mother honestly didn't want to be bothered. She didn't want to be bothered with carpooling, taking me all over the place. And she was like, listen, you're smart. You'll get an academic scholarship. Don't worry about this other thing. And my oldest brother, Alonzo, came to her and said, "Um, you know, I know you really don't want her to get into sports because you you have this other (laughs) journey that you want her to take. But if she gets a basketball scholarship, if she plays and she's good enough, she gets a basketball scholarship, then you don't have to worry about, anything tuition nothing you know she gets to travel the world it's it's great social aspects to being an athlete and so my mom said okay so I got to try out for the team in Dallas at South Oak Cliff when I was uh, 14 because I was an early graduate so I got to try when I was um, 14 15 and made the team I moved up to varsity and you know figured out that I had a talent for the sport and my team that year one state, we were 40-0, and 0, and and really one of the model basketball teams, girls' basketball teams and boys' basketball team at the time, um, in the country. And so that put me on the map on a national level, and then I got scholarship offers from all over and, and decided to go to the University of Texas at Austin, where my in my senior season we were national champs. We were 34-0, and 0, and, of course, the better your team – the more, mm-hmm. the bigger your platform, right? The more attention you mm-hmm. get, and so that mm-hmm. opportunity put me in a position to play on USA national teams and ultimately to become an alternate on the Olympic team. So wow. you know, and of course, as you know, there was no WNBA, there was really no professional women's league to speak of in the late 80s, and so I, like a lot of women, went overseas. I went to Italy, and not a bad place to go, but it's still 34,000 miles from home. And that was hard, mm-hmm. but it's what we did. Mm-hmm. It's what it's what you did because you wanted to continue your craft and continue your sport. And, and fortunately, I was still young enough when the WNBA started in 1997 to to have the opportunity to see if I could still play at that level. And I went to Houston and tried out and beat out 250 women and got one of two spots to be on what would eventually become the WNBA's first championship team. Wow, that that is an amazing story. So, how long did you play after after um, the championship there? Um, I played a couple of seasons. In, uh, I played one season in Houston, and then mm-hmm. went to Utah and played for one season. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, uh, you know, it was a good time for me to get out. I knew that I was going to be in TV because I'd already started my television career when I was in grad mm-hmm. school at UT. So, in the mid '90s, I was already working with ESPN as an announcer for college basketball. So I knew that that timing, while I don't believe it's everything, I do believe it's a lot. And so for mm-hmm. me, playing in two seasons really gave me the platform I needed to make a case for being an insider on the television side for the WNBA. And so the president of Lifetime Sports flew to where I was living at the time, and he says, we really like you. We enjoy interviewing you as an athlete, and if you'd like to join our broadcasting team at the end of the season, you know, we'd love to have you. And that's pretty much how everything kind of got accelerated. Wow. That's that's awesome. So you um, actually obviously made that transition to something that um, you were very familiar with. Where mm-hmm. did the business side, you know, when, in, in the books, my goodness, you're not that old at all. <laughs> 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 Have you had the time? And um, tell us about your business adventures as well. 
Yeah, when I went, when I started that business at nine, it really got a sense, like I said, for what it meant to to be an entrepreneur. But but even before the the actual business started, I was speaking in church, and so but nobody really told you that you could get paid to to be a speaker. So uh-huh. here I am speaking, you know, doing the Jesus Web speeches in church on Easter and <laughs> and all this stuff, and realized I had a real talent for. For expression, that's what it was. I had a real talent for expression, and my sister Deborah would nurture that, and she would have me perform for her friends, like Charlie Brown Christmas, and she would say, "Say it with feeling, baby, and say it like you need it." And and so I started to get that kind of encouragement at a very early age to express myself. So mm-hmm. when I started to think about kind of what what the things I was good at, didn't really know the terminology in terms of what I was passionate about. But I knew the things that really excited me, and it was always talking. It was always business. And so when I got to college and had the opportunity to speak to corporations about team building and those kinds of things, that's when I started to learn that you could really build a speaker business. You could really build a multi-million dollar business as a speaker because I went, I was doing it. I was I was talking in corporations. I couldn't get paid because I was a student athlete, but I remember talking at, I think it was Dell or maybe a 3M, and, and I had gone to talk to these executives about the essentials of building a championship team. And I said, I know you can't pay me because I'm an athlete, a student athlete, but if you could have paid me today, what would you have paid me for what I did? And he said about $10,000. Mm, and I said, and okay. I was 18 years old. So <laughs> I said, Wow. Uh, I'm in the right business. I got the right ideas, and and that's where I really just started to learn what it meant to to, to start to build your own empire. And you know, fortunately, I had great brothers and sisters who were sort of much older than I was, and so they were already in business, already professionals, and they started introducing me to the concept of mentoring. And they said, well, while you're at Texas, you're around all these great alumni, you're around all these people who watch you play and cheer for you, but these are people who are millionaires, they own their own businesses, they're heads of companies, they're CEOs of corporations. You should really reach out to them and see if you can get someone to mentor you. And that's where I started to really become a businesswoman because I started to be able to talk to these people after the games about the businesses that they ran and the businesses that they started. And as you know, people love to talk about their business. So I got great mm-hmm. information and great coaching and mentoring from people who were 10, 20, 30, 40 years older than I was, was telling me how they built their companies. And uh, and that's that really whet my appetite for business. Wow. that that And I, I love what you, you talked about. You said earlier, you know, timing. You, you, you think it's a very important element of success. And, mm-hmm. and you also mentioned um, here having those con- connections and people that uh, watched you play that were right. owners of their own businesses and very successful. So how how important are people that you know or contacts, do you think, uh, play in with success as well as far as maybe yeah, networking or yeah, I think relationships are really important. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I I take great care with the relationships that I have and that mm-hmm. I've you know, I've always I take pride in the fact that I've always been pretty good at building relationships. I've gotten better. And you know, whether those are casual relationships, business casual relationships where you're networking, you meet people at events and those kinds of things. And I learned very early on to offer to, to offer to help people anyway. If I can never help you, please let me know. And to be sincere about that, not just mm-hmm. as a, kind of an aside, like, oh, yeah, let's do something together, because I don't really want to do mm-hmm. stuff with everybody. But if I can ever help you, mm-hmm. if I can ever help mm-hmm. you without any strings, then let me know. And mm-hmm. and I think people really appreciate that. People really appreciate sincerity. They want to know that you really do care. They want to know that you really do mean it when you say, we should we should talk about doing something together. And so I'm very mm-hmm. careful with the words I use. I don't just throw that out to everybody because the reality is I'm not going to do something with everybody. But mm-hmm. when I feel mm-hmm. like there's an opportunity for us to at least continue conversations about potentially doing something together, then I, I usually throw that out. And I'm I'm true to my word. My mother taught me, you know, to if you say you're going to do it, do it or let people know you're not going to do it. So I tend mm-hmm. to get a little crazy about that quality when it's not, when I don't think it's present in people. Well, like, you don't you know, why did you call it? and tell me you weren't going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I, I really do always say people are first. Relationships are first yeah. and, and everything else comes comes second. That's wonderful. What else would you consider? We've talked about the time and we've talked about relationships. What other key elements uh, go into someone having success 
in their lives? I think there are a couple. The, the first things that came to mind, the two things that came to mind as soon as you as you started talking was you can't be scared. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. And if you are scared, you got to do it anyway sometimes. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's fear, there's healthy mm-hmm. fear. That's what keeps us alive sometimes. It keeps us out of situations that we don't need to be in. And then there's the irrational fear, like what if I, you know, what if I do this and then my, I have to, my car payment is later. If I do this, if I lose my house. Mm-hmm. Now, some people listening to me are thinking those are not irrational fears, but for me they are. They are. If mm-hmm. we're talking about my my livelihood, my passion, mm-hmm. the thing I was born mm-hmm. to do, and what's standing in mm-hmm. in in front of me is mm-hmm. whether I'm going to be late on my car payment. It mm-hmm. just does make sense to me. It doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to me. This is my life, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I I tell people, fear is great. Feel the fear mm-hmm. and do it anyway. That's the first thing. It's mm-hmm. like there's nothing wrong with being scared. There's nothing wrong with being having doubts about whether something is going to work out. But you got to mm-hmm. count the cost and you got to count the benefits. If it works mm-hmm. out, if it works out, now you've just created an unimaginable life for yourself. It, if it doesn't work out, okay, you have to pay fifty dollars late fee. I mean, really, is it is it that big of a deal? <laughs> is it that is it really that big of a deal? <laughs> you can rebuild your credit. You can rebuild your life. People do it all the time. It ain't that deep, people. I mean, it really is not. So, but the collector the gonna call you, <laughs> <laughs> right? They gonna call you. <laughs> Change the, don't answer the phone. Whatever you need to do, your life is at stake. And I really tell people that I'm like, listen, this is we're talking about your life. We really are. Mm-hmm. We're talking about your mm-hmm. life. Yes, it would mm-hmm. be it would be great if we could always. Um, answer the call. We could always do all of our responsibilities on time. That would be perfect. I know people who have never been late for anything. They've never been late for the car payment. They never. That's who they are. And then I have right. people, friends who are like, it'll get done. And they're, they they right. have imaginable lives, unimaginable lives, and they're changing the world. And and then they take right. care of the responsibility. They go, once I make this million dollars, I will take care of Visa. I will take care of it. Right. I will go back and handle that. So there are Everybody. lots of different ways right. to do it. Yeah, there are lots right, of voices. Right. The first thing is really the the fear, feeling the fear, just going for it. The other thing is, Deborah, you know, you got to hustle. You just got to hustle. Mm-hmm. That's basically mm-hmm. it. If you want it, mm-hmm. um, you got to do it. There is a song. I love Tupac Shakur, so I hope the people are adults who are listening because I'm not going to censor myself on what he says in this song. Uh-huh. He says uh-huh. that that if you plan to be, you know, get off your ass if you plan to be rich. I mean, if you want right. to do it, do it, mm-hmm. and you got to mm-hmm. hustle. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's mm-hmm. what I tell people. It's like, oh, but but you were, you know, but you didn't really have to work that hard. You were WBA. Listen, there are people <laughs> are in the world who want to do wow. what I do. You know, you know wow. about the Good Morning America contest. 15,000 <laughs> people applied to be this Good Morning America guru. We're down to the final 20. So wow. that's hustle. There's something you have to do to separate yourself in the marketplace as an entrepreneur because there are phenomenal people out there. There are phenomenal women and black women and black men and other colors. And, other, and it's, a, it's a race. It's constantly a race. And I think the thing that really separates me is my hustle. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. talented. Yes, I'm cute. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm all mm-hmm. this stuff. But I will hustle the hell out of what I want. Mm, mm, mm. That's Got it. To. I mean, you so can, it's like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you line up, yeah, you line up another cute black girl, another talented black girl, another girl who's playing, you know, line me up character for character with other people, and I will out-hustle you, or I will have a lot of fun doing it. You know, if you out-hustle mm-hmm. me, I'll be the first one to give you a hug and say, girl, you know you had to be hustling because I was hustling. <laughs> so, you know, it's about, Work me it's under about the, the table. Work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I love that. So you said timing. We talked about relationships, doing it in the face of fear, having that hustle. Uh, anything else you'd like to add to that? Um, you know, people always ask me because as you were kind of introducing me, uh, people always say, "Well, how do you how do you stay balanced?" Well, the truth of the matter is, I don't. I mean, I'm not seeking balance. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's the unconventional <laughs> stuff that I talk. I'm not looking for balance. I I. I'm looking for harmony in the things that I do. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for there. there's a reason I'm doing it. It works together. It makes sense mm-hmm. for me that I'm doing this stuff. The reality is sometimes I'm working lots of hours, and honestly, most of the time I'm not doing anything. So mm-hmm. does it balance out? Yeah, it, it ultimately does. And like I said, my family, the people in my life 
are always first. That is, that there is not even an, an opportunity for me to say, oh, but there was at one time, because they're always first. So mm-hmm. for me, it, it just fits into everything that I'm doing, and I never lose sight of the fact that I'm not, try, I'm not in a race to try to get stuff. I'm not in a race to be the next anything. I'm seriously just on my path, having fun, doing what I know I was born to do. And if the stuff mm-hmm. comes along, because it usually does when you do that, the stuff comes, the money will come, it always has, but it's come because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. There's, there's a, mm-hmm. I'm very much aligned with who I am in every aspect of my life, and therefore the external stuff comes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, not opposite. Mm-hmm. It's not the opposite. It's not me chasing the stuff and doing this and then expect to feel fulfilled and, and, you know, like I'm having a spiritual and a soulful life. I have a spiritual and a soulful life, and therefore all the other stuff kind of comes as a result of that. I hear you. And I love what you mentioned, too, in all of that. Um, you know, you talked about doing it in the face of fear and skipping a car note if you have to for your your dream or or, or your passion. Yeah. I think it has yeah. a lot to do with mindset. What do you think about that? That mindset I and belief it. in yourself. You know, yeah. what 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 are what are your um ideas around that? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It's like if you want to know why your life is the way it is, look at your thoughts. Cuz mm-hmm. are they whatever you see in your physical realm started as an invisible thought. So, you know, and people downplay the importance of, of how they're thinking every single day of their lives. You know, it's like you can be in the Quran and in the Bible and meditating all morning, but if your thoughts are still of a nature that are that is focusing on negativity or is focusing on what, what is not versus what is, or you're focusing on what happened to you ten years ago rather than the moment that is right in front of you, then you're not going to have the things that you want. And so the mindset is it, that's where it starts. It really does. And just understanding that it's not just if you think happy thoughts, things happy things are going to happen to you, but it's the thought followed by the action. Mm-hmm, what are you doing mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. that? Who are you surrounding mm-hmm. yourself with? And who? And how are these people thinking? Mm-hmm. Because mm, you're certainly going to think like the ones you're surrounded with. You really are. You hear <laughs> you have the same stuff. conversation. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. What are the conversations mm-hmm. that you're engaged in every single day? And and you mm-hmm. people think that they can surround themselves with people like us and then go home to people who who are completely destructive and disruptive and and still get where they want to go. You, it's very difficult. It's you make mm-hmm. your job of of actualization. You make your job of manifestation much harder when you are surrounded by people who are not going in the same direction that you're going in. That's why you see a lot of people who, you know, will go to conferences and they'll be so fired up and then they just, like, toward the last day, they're so depressed because they got to go home to that man or that woman or that mother or that father or that roommate or that preacher or that whomever who's going to tell them, I don't know why you went there because ain't nothing going to change for you. You did this all your life. Why are you trying to do anything else? You're just like us. You know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And so mm-hmm. it's important that your inner circle be filled with people who are affirming what you want to become and where you want to go. Wow. And that's if that great. circle well, we is know. not doing that, you got to change your circle. Mm-hmm. 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 Change it. Change it. Change it. <laughs> change it quickly, huh? Get out. Mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, it's it's I know that your time is pretty limited here and uh we want to give you an opportunity definitely. Uh you know, we have our conference coming up and hopefully maybe we'll get a chance to see you there at the Winter Summit in March. But okay, um good. tell us tell us more about the Good Morning America and how we can actually help you with that with the yeah. advice guru. Thank you. Thank you for asking about that. Well, those of you who haven't heard about the Good Morning America advice Guru Contest. It started in September, October. Uh, Good Morning America announced that they are looking for their 21st century advice guru, someone to help people kind of work through the daily dilemmas of life and family and business and those kinds of things. Well, 15,000 people applied online, and they went through the process, and they narrowed us down, quite frankly, without without seeing us on video. This is what's so amazing. They chose 20 people strictly from your written essay. Strictly from your written wow. essay and your and your bio. So I want to I bring that up because 
people need to understand there are many ways you have to sell yourself. Like there are some people who are great. You get them in a room, you're like, wow. But if you if they put you on paper, if they have you write something, can you sell yourself that way? And because the Good Morning America Guru Contest is about not just being on air, but it's also about answering questions online, they needed to see how this person communicates with the written word. So they chose 20 of us from that. That took about a month and a half. That started in November when they announced that. Now we just found out yesterday that they are going to announce the final 10 tomorrow. We don't know who it is. So as, as you talk to me, I have no idea who's in it. They're announcing the final 10 tomorrow between 8 and 9 a.m. on Good Morning America. So if you want to tune in for that, that would be great. And the way you can help is just to be locked in to what's happening with the contest. Now you can go to gmaguru.com, which is exactly my page. It won't, you don't have to filter through anybody else's stuff. gmaguru.com is my page. So anything you need to be voting on, as in liking it or commenting, commenting on my advice, you can do it there. Um, and wow. then if you want to just kind of follow what I'm doing, you can go to FranHarrisCoaching.com and sign up for my newsletter, FranHarrisCoaching.com and sign up, and that will keep you up on what's happening. Um, and if you give me an opportunity to talk a little bit about what I'm going to be doing in the new year, you have a quick second to do that, Deborah? Oh, we have the whole hour. The show is for you. I just <laughs> thought that you only had 25 minutes. So. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I, go I, ahead. I actually did. Um, I actually did, but I cleared something off my calendar because I didn't know. I thought something was going to go over, and I thought, okay, I'll have to stay on longer with her, so you let oh, me know perfect. where we need well, to go. Well, that's great news. <laughs> well, go ahead. Yes, because okay. we want to learn more about your books and everything, but go ahead with your okay, train Okay, So the Good Morning America thing, follow that at gmaguru.com. That's the first thing I want to say. And 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 I, what I want to say about that is that, you know, sometimes people will see contests or they'll see opportunities to do things, and they'll mm-hmm. think, uh, that's too big for me or that's too far out for me or Come on, mm-hmm. 15,000 people, 30,000 people are going to, they're never going to. And that's the way, that stops people from getting what they want. Most of the time, mm-hmm. it's, it's like the start stops, it's the start that stops most people. And it's like, just put it out there. Just do it anyway. Oprah announced her thing. If you want to have your own show, just do it anyway and let go of whether you're going to get it. Because I believe that. When you start to create this kind of like this, I like to call it like the tsunami of goodness that happens around you, stuff happens for you. It really does. So you put that out there. You put that out. You apply to Oprah's thing. You apply to the Good Morning thing. You apply to this. And then pretty soon, little hits, little things, people start hearing about you. You start coming in contact with people who are exactly, precisely who you need to talk to for some idea you've had for forever. And so that's that was really one of the reasons I did the Good Morning America contest was because I'm just fascinated by what happens in your life when you just go for it. And that's really what I did. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go for it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what do you have to lose yeah, exactly. if you do it? Nothing. But exactly. everything if you don't. Mm-hmm. 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 I know um, on your website, and, and, and especially I saw um, at the Friend Harris TV um, as well dot com. You talk about um, going out there and stepping in and doing it in the in the face of fear as well. But um, I, I lost my thought. It'll come back to me. But <laughs> I also love. I love. I'll go to the. My next question was about the big idea because I, that was one of my favorite shows, and yeah. I was excited to see you. I mean, I, I watched that show religiously, like the only thing I really loved. And um, but. Um, Tell us how you got on that show because, oh, I know what I was going to say. I know you talk about in um, in some of your product that you offer how to actually get yourself out there, exposed to the media, how you can use those tools to um, be attracted by celebrities or what have you. Mm -hmm. What what are Mm -hmm. some of those tips that you can share and then tell us how, you know, I'm sure you applied that to get on things like Big Idea. I mean, that's what I want our audience to know. You're not just talking. You actually have done these things. Things yourself. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the, the first thing I'll tell people when when there's something going on in the media that is directly related to your area of expertise, whatever that is, dog knitting, dog sitting, cat. I don't care what it is. You know, teaching people how to to be a better single parent, whatever it is. When something's going on in the media around your area of expertise, the first thing I do is I will create a video just sounding off on that topic. I'll give you an example. You may remember a few years ago 
when Don Imus called the the girls, the women's basketball players at Rutgers, mm-hmm. nappy-headed hoes. I don't know if you guys remember mm-hmm. that. But he said mm-hmm. that, and I thought, okay, here's here's an opportunity for me. It's women's basketball. I'm in the media. I have an opinion. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter whether you consider yourself an expert by other people's opinion. If you know something about that topic and you have the credentials, and those credentials can either be educational or they can be life experience, you need to just sit in front of your computer, turn on your webcam, and say, well, today you guys may have heard about Don Imus talking about the women's basketball players at Rutgers, calling them nappy-headed hoes, and then you kind of give your credentials, which is what I did. You know, well, I played women's college basketball, and here is what I think about that. Well, I put that on YouTube, and I was on national media. I I was on national media simply because I set up a camera in my house without anybody interviewing me. This is not high production value. This is not you need 12 cameras and lights and, and, and makeup and all that stuff. I just set up a camera and just talked about mm-hmm. this topic and why I was so appalled, and and the national media came simply because I set up a website, put it on YouTube, started talking about it, sent out a press release, and, of course, they were attracted because, A, it's a hot topic. B, I'm a relevant expert. You know what I mean? It would have been different mm-hmm. if just a regular person who had not mm-hmm. played basketball, who was not a woman, was talking about this. Mm-hmm. But because I had those credentials, I could I could speak to that in a way that most people could not. But the main thing is that I did it. It, it wasn't it wasn't the credentials that got me to do it. It was that I did it. It was that I just said, mm-hmm. listen, I'm gonna set up a camera and I'm gonna send this stuff out there. We'll see what happens. And that's what I do to this day. I still get people commenting on that video. That was three years ago. So wow. it's like one of the things that everybody listening to this can do is to find a way that you can get your name and your message out there around the areas of your expertise. And you just have to do it. There is no, there's nothing between you and national media exposure. There used to be, right, because mm-hmm. you had to wait for the media to call you. People thought, oh, only certain people get to get on the news. we got a 1,000 channels and growing. we got four different cable providers. People need content. They need experts. So you should be talking. You should be talking. Mm-hmm. And not to mention the Internet that we have. Exactly. <laughs> now that exactly. it's done everything, you know, with the YouTube, Ustream, uh, here, Blog Talk, all the other exactly. opportunities that are out there. Um, we definitely, Facebook, all the social media outlets, the blogs, all of that. That uh, you got no definitely excuse. makes a difference. None whatsoever. You <laughs> say we have no excuses. No. So tell us. Tell us more about um, your your um, books that you've written, the first book that you wrote and uh, the latest one that you have out. The first book I, I wrote was a book about my national championship season at the University of Texas because that was the NCAA's first undefeated women's championship team. And as you guys probably have followed the Connecticut women who just had a phenomenal run and a streak that was snapped by Stanford recently, but I think they had like 88 or 89 wins. They just hadn't lost in years, which was an incredible run. Well, the first book I wrote was really about my team at Texas, and it was fun. I wrote it while I was in graduate school and and started to learn a lot about the publishing world. Now, here's how much the world has changed. When I did that book in the mid-'90s, it was – I think I spent something like $4,000 to get that book edited, published, and all that. $4,000, and I didn't have that many copies. That same mm-hmm. book now, and it's ironic because it, that same book, I'm getting ready to do a, another edition of it, will probably cost me about $400 to do. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. much the publishing world has changed. And if you guys are listening to this, you're hearing that you should be writing books. You should be writing books. It's not hard to write a book, and it's certainly not expensive to get one published. I use a company for my printing called 48-Hour Books. That's the number 48hrbooks.com. You can get a book printed for $3.48. Mm-hmm. Again, no excuses. You don't have any excuses for not being a published author. Get it edited. Get it published. And that, so that was my mm-hmm. first book, but I'm really excited about the book that's coming out either in 2011 and 2012. It's called No More Excuses, Period. Period. <laughs> no More Excuses, <laughs> Period. Uh, and the subtitle is something like, like, quit bitching, quit whining, and create the life you want, okay? That's what the, that's what the subtitle is. Do we do that a lot here? 
because I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of hearing people just complain about why they can't have what they want. Yes, you can. Yes, you but can. But in this economy, are you serious? Yeah, right, in this right. Economy. You had to say that. That was good. Yes, that's what they say. But what are you, why are you so happy, friend? Why are you so excited? Well, you're rich. This hasn't this hasn't affected you. Listen, it affects anybody who lets it affect them. That that's just right. the way it is. And and right. the rea- the reality is that the way you see things is going to dictate how things are for you. I mean, I mm-hmm. could say the economy is bad. I could say wake up in the morning, read the paper, look at the bad news on TV, and just stay in bed. But mm-hmm. I choose to see that there there are vast opportunities out there, to, mm-hmm. in in spite of what's happening in the economy. And so, my personal economy is great simply because Mm -hmm. of the thing you brought up earlier, simply because of my mindset, simply because Mm -hmm. I tell you most of my day is spent thinking about opportunities, spent thinking about innovations on existing products, spent thinking about new things that I want to do, and I have to put them in my binder and say we we either have to find a partner to do that because it's not fitting in what we're doing right now, but I never say I can't do it. I never say that. Let me tell you something. I... Am, I am sending Jay-Z a copy of a rap that I wrote a month ago that I wrote <laughs> and produced and performed called Put That Haterade Down. Okay. Put That Haterade and Down. And then go sell it to Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Put that Haterade Down. Pick up the Gatorade. <laughs> I want my cut. <laughs> Like, okay, you're a television mm-hmm. star, you're this, you're corporate mm-hmm. this, and you are rapping? Yes, I love mm-hmm. rap music. And and mm-hmm. my rap is very good. And so why mm-hmm. wouldn't I send it to the best there is? So I'm That's like, right. yeah, I'm sending it. I, I cut it. I produced it. I cut it last month, in November rather. Um, it's great. I'm re- we're releasing it this week as a single, and I'm sending it to Jay-Z. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> That's how well, you have to speak. Why not? That's right. That's right. Why That's right. not? And you, and don't right. don't not do something because it's not what you do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it before mm-hmm. they did it either. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. I love it. I love it. Wow. So this, this go is for it. awesome. Okay. So go for it. That's right. Well, I want to know more about your products. Um, and when we come back and and uh, and also um, you can tell us about your other book that you have out right. too. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Come right back. Our awesome guest today is none other than Miss Fran Harris. Uh, if you got any questions, maybe will you take one or two questions? If, if sure, you have a that's few. great. I love to. Okay, definitely dial three four seven eight three eight nine two seven eight. Press one so that we know you have a question. Three four seven eight three eight nine two seven eight, and uh, you can also let us know from the chat room as well. We're going to come right back after this short break. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll-free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Are you seeking stronger partnerships to leverage your strengths? Need to develop more winning strategies of success? Ready to increase your knowledge in the areas of investing, marketing, health and wellness, and the Green Initiative? Then join us for the second annual Winter Summit Conference and Expo, March 18th and 19th, 2011. Meet hundreds of professional women from all over the world who provide savvy advice, practical application for winning women. Reserve your space today at www.thewintersummit.com or call 1-800-917-9435, extension 805. We're live back with our special guest today, Miss Fran Harris, who is the megapreneur. We want her to tell us more about that word, too. Author, Olympian, and WNBA champion. You can find her on Facebook as well, Fran Harris, We have a few 
uh, questions here from our audience. So just hold one second here. All right, hello. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Please state your name and where you're calling from, please. Yeah, how you doing? My name is Omar. I'm calling from Brooklyn. Welcome. BK in the house. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. I can't complain. <laughs> What's your question, Omar? Um, my question is, see, I'm a self-published author, and I was thinking about having, like, a team to help me sell my books. But then again, like, I was thinking about doing it myself. Like, what do you think is the best course of action to do, like, when you're a self-published author? Should you have other people help you sell your books, or should you just do it yourself? Well, I don't know. What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean by help? have other people help you sell your book before I answer you? You mean like a team of people to help you with a written book, a, a published book, or is it going to be uh, a, an e-book online? Um, the published book. Okay. Either way, here's what I would say. I would say there are a couple of strategies that I would throw out to you. I would say, first of all, make sure you set up a Facebook page specifically for your book. Okay, and the reason I say specifically for your book or your product is because, you know, sometimes on our Facebook pages, you got all kinds of stuff going on. You got the personal stuff, you got this going on, whatever. But if you have a page that's specifically for your brand or for your product, then all the conversation on that page is going to be about that about that brand or that product, which makes the search engines very happy. You know, so then let's say the name of your book was How to Get It Done in 2011 or whatever. So every every single bit of information on your Facebook page is going to be about that, which means that the, the search engines are going to be able to to spider that and find that and those kinds of things, and so you're generating more traffic to your website potentially because it's not cluttered with other things. That's the first thing I would say. Second of all, in terms of your team, I mean, I always think more, if it's the right more, is better than just me. So if you've got the right team around you um, selling your book, then absolutely. You can also have you can also set up what's called an affiliate program to help people to, for people to help you sell your books. That means that if you give me an incentive, Omar, to sell your book, meaning you give me two dollars off the twelve dollar price because I promote it to my Facebook fans, then do you think I would be more likely to help you sell your books? Hello. Hello. You there? I'm here. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. We must have lost the caller there. For, sorry about that. Yes. So that's that's great. Thank you so much, Omar, for calling in for your question. We were trying to go and open the line for our other caller. You can call back 347-838-9278. Tell us about this word, megapreneur. What is that? I mean, we know what it means, but to, how did you come up with that title? <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad you asked that because it, it kind of gives me the opportunity to talk about another strategy that entrepreneurs should be thinking about. You always want to mm-hmm. be changing the conversation in your area, right? So an entrepreneur, we're familiar with it. You say it. You go to any any setting, any scenario, people will know what you're talking about. But so I like to introduce new words into the marketplace. And so I thought, okay, I've got to be more than an entrepreneur. I mean, because live, live, live. I got, and my sister always says, are you Jamaican? I mean, you got more <laughs> things going on than anybody Talk I know. <laughs> so I wanted to It's something wrong work. with you for doing that, right? You get people to tell you that. You need to do one thing and sit down somewhere. <laughs> so I wanted a word that really captured the essence of a person who is bigger than just one enterprise. They are they are have an empire. I mean, like Oprah is a megapreneur. Donald Trump is a megapreneur. Martha Stewart, Jay-Z. These are people who have truly taken a look at all they have to offer, and they said mm-hmm. to themselves, I am going to exploit every bit of genius I have. And for mm-hmm. me, that's what mm-hmm. a megapreneur does. They say, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I can write, then I should be able to write books, I should be able to write raps, I should be able to, to write for other people. You know what I mean? They don't just look at right. it very limitedly and go, well, I'm an author, and that means that I am a writer of books. No, I've written movies, right. I've written plays, I've written books, right. I've now written raps, uh-huh. I've written poetry. So all of you it. Just, uh-huh. All of it. You just literally take a look at what it is God has given you, and you have a choice. You don't have to. You have a choice to say, you know what? Well, I'm going to be here, and I may as well have a great time, and I may as well truly exploit 
every bit of genius and brilliance I have. And for me, that's what a mm-hmm. megapreneur does. I love it. I love it. Megapreneur. So can we start using that word? <laughs> <laughs> now I want my cut. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, use it. Introduce other I words into it. the marketplace. Yes, make up words. You know, don't be afraid yes. to make up words. And, and that's how genius happens. That's how it happens. It doesn't happen because you keep using the same words that people gave us 30 years ago. I mean, I have right. domain names that where I just, like, I'll think of, like, millionaire. I have a domain name called billionaire.com. Mm-hmm. Just uh-huh. go for it. Just do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to take, I think we got one more uh, caller here. Well, it looks like Good. they just fell off there. But I know we have, we have everybody that's on pins and needles, and they wanted to know because we have this major, major announcement. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let them know we're going to announce it here in about five more minutes. Just stay tuned <laughs> that we're going to talk about uh, for our conference, so we're excited about that. But Good. you talked about um, the Megapreneur and your books. What, and I heard you mention about products. What products mm-hmm. do you have out there, and uh, let us know where we can perhaps find them as well. Yeah, you can go. You can go to franharrisstore.com, franharrisstore.com, and I'll take you directly to my store because I have over 200 products, and and mm-hmm. counting because mm-hmm. I just believe that, as I just mentioned, I just believe that if you know something about something, mm-hmm. somebody else mm-hmm. can probably benefit from it. So right now we're creating a whole new catalog just around my basketball company where we're doing things, not just not just instructional DVDs, but we're also doing inspirational audios to help kids and parents and coaches really maximize the great time of their lives that they're in right now. So parents need to know what, how to get their kids a college scholarship. We're developing products mm-hmm. on that. Kids need to know how do I position myself better to get a college scholarship. Coaches need to understand how do I deal with difficult parents. So literally, there are hundreds of products. Are y'all hearing me just from me being a basketball player, just building an Mm -hmm. empire just around that? Mm -hmm. And and there's something that you're sitting on. I know there is. There's something you're sitting on that you know something about. You know, Mm -hmm. we we had a recent death in in our family, and um, Mm -hmm. I just kind of watched how the funeral process came about, and how, mm-hmm, and so now mm-hmm. I'm thinking about doing a whole thing on, you know, what happens when somebody dies, because people mm-hmm, don't know mm-hmm, what to mm-hmm. do. No, they or, don't. You know, like, they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Or family mm-hmm. reunion product. I mean, I'm giving that stuff away. Just do it. You know, how mm-hmm. to have a better family reunion. That's a product. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Do it. How to mm-hmm. you know what? How to deal with empty nest when your when your kid leaves home? How to how to be happily divorced? How to change churches? I mean, you can do anything. It's information. <laughs> Sell it. How to leave yes. your pastor? You know? <laughs> wow! 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 wow. There are That's... no limits. There really are no limits. We live in the greatest time in the history of this planet, and the internet has equalized the game. So if you got mm-hmm. something to say, you got a microphone. You got a you know, you can use your fingers. You can be making money online, and if you don't want to make money, then spread your message. It doesn't matter. The wow. internet gives you the opportunity to do that. Wow, that's that is so true. It it really does. I mean, like you said, it, there are no excuses, and we're we're looking forward to that book that's coming out next year or later <laughs> the end of this year with uh, no excuses for sure. And and uh, speaking of all of that, we are so excited, friend. That I tell you, next year, everybody was wondering what is this big announcement, this huge announcement about our conference, the Winter Summit Conference and Expo that's going to be held March seventeenth through the nineteenth at the Fabulous Marriott at the Baltimore Harbor. You do not want to miss it. We have everybody that's anybody that's going to be there. <laughs> it's a, it's a, our second annual event. We have women coming from all over the world, literally, and you can learn all types of things like sponsorship. I know I saw that product there, mm-hmm. uh, how you can actually uh, get sponsorships. We have a, a workshop that's going to be a 90-minute workshop where check writers will be there uh, that will talk to you about what they look for in their company 
me. So if you're a nonprofit organization or if you have a business and you're looking for an event or th- that you need sponsor, you want to be there. We also have the Employee um, Career Workshop for those of you all who want to stay in corporate America and you're tired of hitting your head on that glass ceiling. We have phenomenal Abby Locke who is certified in anything that has to do with HR. She's conducting that along with some of the other top recruiters and top HR professionals around. So we have topics from finance, Ms. Glenda Bridgeford. We have everything you want to be there. Go to thewinnersummit.com. That's thewinnersummit.com. Now for our special announcement, for those of you all who got the message, got the memo, and you registered by December 31st, we have none other for next year. We are taking to the seas. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> because gentlemen are welcome. We're going on a cruise. The Winter Summit is set in sail, and we are so excited that our exclusive travel agent, Miss Farah Witherspoon, is on the line now. She's going to take one minute to tell us about the phenomenal trip. And let me tell you this, those that register by December 31st, this is a grand prize that we're giving away. When you come to the conference this year, your name is going in the drawing, not once, not twice, but three entries into the grand prize. So you get your registration free and the entire cruise for the four days. So I'm excited about that. Congratulations. But I want to just have Ms. Farrah come on for one minute, and then we're going to close out with the phenomenal Ms. Harris. Farrah, are you there? Hi, Deborah. Thank you. I'm here. Yes. Yes. So yes. Say hello to Ms. Harris as well. Hi, Ms. Harris. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Farrah? All right. Farrah, tell us about that ship. Tell us about that real quickly here. Well, the ship we set in sail March 16th through the 19th, 2012, or at sea aboard the Norwegian Sky cruise ship. We're setting sail from Miami. We're stopping at Great Syrup Cay, Bahamas, as well as Napa, Bahamas. And it's definitely going to be exciting. Mm. Are there any spas on board? Yes. <laughs> we have the Madara Spa that has several facial treatments, spa treatments, and wraps and anything from your milk spa wrap to salon services is aboard the sea. I mean, aboard oh. the um, Norwegian Sky. Uh-huh. And is this one of the top ships that they have? Tell us about that cruise ship. What are they saying about this cruise? Norwegian Sky has been voted number one three, four-day cruise. Um, it also has accommodations of affordable cabinets or anti-cabinets to your over-the-top penthouse cabinets with your own private hot tub and butler service. It has 10 dining options ranging from your American steakhouse to your mm. exotic Asian fusion restaurants and much more. Oh, wow. That's phenomenal. Now, Farrah, you're going to be handling all the booking. You are our exclusive agent. I know your information is on the Winter Summit website, but how can they reach you to learn more about this uh, real quick here? I can be reached at www.farrahexclusivetravels.com. Also, I can be emailed at info at Farrah. That's F as in Frank, A-R-R-A-H, ExclusiveTravel.com. Or you can give me a call at 301-645-6304. All right. Thank you so much, Farrah. We're so excited about next year, the winter summer 2012. So those of you all, again, who registered by the 31st, you get three entries into the grand prize where you get the entire registration that's into the conference and the four-day, three-night cruise. How exciting is that? So, Ms. Harris, we have two minutes left in the show. <laughs> Could you give us in about 60 seconds why it's so important to attend conferences and then also just share whatever is on your mind and what you want to leave with our audience? Well, first thing I want to say is I appreciate what you're doing with the Winter Circle. I checked out the site. It's an amazing lineup. Men, women, get off your butt and get to this event because this is the kind of stuff that really accelerates your life and your business. So I want to applaud you for doing that. It looks like it's going to be a wonderful thing. And I'm telling you, I, while I'm not a seminar aholic, I am constantly looking for things that will help me 
become more aligned with who I am, become a better person, become a better megapreneur. And so I'm a very big fan when, when people have taken the time and their resources to put something together like the Winter, the Winter Summit that, that people get out and they – it's not about supporting you. It's about supporting them for where they want right. to go. So get there, get to the com and register. Do not wait. Do not look for your girlfriend or your boyfriend to be going with you. Go get it for yourself. Was that a good little uh, advertisement for you? That was phenomenal. <laughs> and once we, it was, with 30 seconds left, give us your website one more time. <laughs> go, to, go, to, go to FranHarrisCoaching.com, and I'm sending you to FranHarrisCoaching.com because I want you to sign up for, for – um, the, uh, the tips that I send you, but I also wanted to invite you to learn more about a new conference I'm I'm uh, going to be putting out this year called Kabuyao. It's called Kabuyao. It. <laughs> it's called Kabuyao, which means that it's about marketing and business. It's a business explosion seminar that I'm going to do later this year, and it's called Kabuyao because that's what people need to say when they read your book, when they see you on TV, when they see your video. They need to just be so wowed by what you're doing All from right. a marketing and branding This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by TheProfessionalBlackWoman.com where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardhead, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.WealthySisters.com See you next time.